What is up, my beautiful bitches? Welcome to the Boss Bitch Podcast. I'm Elizabeth, and I'm your boss, bitch, bestie, and hype woman, helping you integrate life and pleasure into your business so that you can create the impact and the wealth that you know you're meant to. We're going to be talking about all the things, like how to show up in your business as the badass bitch that you are, um, how to work from flow, how to have less overwhelm, how to step into your leadership role, and really how to root down in our truth and authenticity. Honestly, it really just comes down to integrating our true authentic self into our businesses. So make sure you're tuning in every week so you don't miss any of my foul-mouthed episodes because I promise this shit is going to rock your world. Let's jump in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. Spent the last couple of weeks talking about me (laughs) and that was fun and I hope you enjoyed that. Um, But now we're going to jump back into, you know, like I was going to say business stuff, but I mean, I don't know, regular scheduled programming, I guess, if that's what you want to say or call it. Um, Anyway, we're going to talk about confidence today and kind of also leading. So confidence and then a big piece of that is worthiness and enoughness. So I was trying to think of what I, what I was going to talk about and Lately, I've been getting a lot of comments or messages or just like remarks, I guess, from people about my confidence and how, you know, it's either like, I wish I had your confidence or I love how confident you are. Um, Just like it it keeps getting brought up. And it's interesting because, you know, people have said that to me before, I guess, in a way, like my whole life a little bit. But for a long time, it was considered, you're funny was a thing they said a lot, which I never understood. I'd be like, what do you mean? Like, it was obvious they weren't actually complimenting my humor because they weren't laughing. So it was like, um, you're funny. Um, Basically, like, you're weird. I don't know. And it became a thing in my brain of like, oh, geez, you know, what am I doing wrong? I'm doing something wrong. I can't be how can I, I mean, I'm not trying to be confident. I'm not trying to be like, so sure of myself. I think that's what they would say. They'd say, Oh my God, like you're so sure of yourself. Kind of like that, you know, like, Oh, you're not being very nice. But, um, you know, at like 18, 19, 20 years old, like I didn't really know how to handle that. So a big part of me started to kind of shy away, I guess, Um, And it's funny because my first instinct when things like that come up is like to rebel a little bit. And it's like, oh yeah, well, I'll show you confident. Like I kind of double down on the thing or I do the thing that's like the opposite of what I'm getting complimented for. Um, Which in this case, like it wasn't actually a compliment. So I would double down on the thing I was doing because it was clearly making people uncomfortable. (laughs) There's like this funny little rebellious side of me. I did not like accept, I guess you could say this part of me. So, um, because I, you know, there's almost like these two sides to me of like, I want to be super compliant and like do the things that make people happy. And also there's a side of me that's like, oh my God, fuck that. I want to do what I want to do. I'm sure I could probably like 
go back into my childhood or I don't know, whatever, and figure out where that came from or like what that is. But I don't really feel like doing that. So I just know that I have these two parts to myself and I try to honor them both. But for a long time, it was hard to honor the rebellious side because when we're young, it's really not accepted, right? Like when we're young, we ha- we're we supposed to be very compliant. We're supposed to do all the things that people tell us to do and the things that like our parents tell us to do and do, oh goodness, you know, and, but then it's like you become an adult and people want you to blaze your own trail. And it's like really cool to be creative or to like have your own opinions. And I'm just like, what the fuck, where, where does the switch happen right? Where it becomes something that's good instead of something that's bad. And so I could like go into that a lot because I feel like I see it now, especially with my own kid Um, and being a mom, I really tried to, and my kid is, let me tell you, not a compliant child. Like he is, like he doesn't like to be in trouble, but he does not like being told what to do. So we have to give him a lot of space to like make the actual decisions because you know, we have to just trust that he will make the right decisions. Right. And if he doesn't, that's okay. He, we just learn, he just learns, but it's a hard thing to, to do give your kids space and to make choices on their own because we feel like, Oh my God, like they're going to fuck up and it's going to be bad. And we could just avoid the whole thing by making a decision for them. And that is not building autonomy and it's not building confidence. Right. So I think about myself when I parent a lot and I, I, it got me thinking and reflecting on just my journey as like a human (laughs) alive on this planet and how that has affected the things that I've chosen to do. Right. Like, I don't know, let's see everything I've tried to do. I have felt pretty good about, right. I mean, I remember when I started swimming, I was a naturally good swimmer. And finally the people were like, you know, you don't have to keep putting her in like the top, like level seven over and over every summer, you can put her in like swim team. So my mom was like, okay. So she put me in swim team and I had no idea what swim team was. I'd never swam laps before, but I knew how to do all the strokes and I knew that I was good at them. So I just let that guide me. Right. And I ended up doing a really good job. And um, it's really hard or easy for us to get intimidated by things that we don't know, right? Like I fully, totally am the type of person that is not jumping at the chance to do something I've never done before, because what if I'm bad at it? What if it's not good? What if I fail? Less so now, much more before, which is what stopped me from getting into coaching for the longest time, because I was like, well, I don't know, like, what if I'm not good at it? Or what if it fails? What if I don't do a good job? What if no one signs up? Blah, 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 blah. And um, once I was able to let go of that, you know, obviously things totally changed. My mindset changed, like all these things changed. And it's something that I think about sometimes because people comment, right, about my confidence. And it's funny because now it seems like a genuine comment, right? Like I take it like a genuine compliment, like, oh my gosh, I love your confidence. Whereas before when I was younger, it didn't feel like a genuine compliment. And I couldn't take it as that because I wasn't 
aware of my confidence. I wasn't like honoring that part of me. Um, I was just being myself and people took that as being like this sure, confident person. Um, which now looking back, I feel proud of that. I feel, I feel happy about that. Um, I remember there was this one guy that I dated, um, for a hot minute when Kyle and I were broken up and he was like, I'll never forget this. He's like, you know, you really know yourself. I was like, I do. He was like, well, yeah, you like seem to really know like what you want, what you don't want. And I was like, okay. I mean, I guess, um, Okay, whatever, you know, and he was like, and I just don't think that that's the person, like the type of person I want to be dating. I feel like you're the person I would want to marry. So don't be surprised if you, if, if I come find you in like 10 years. And I was like, ew, what? First of all, your loss. I mean, I literally looked at him and was like, you think I'm going to be available in 10 years? You are tripping. And I definitely won't be fucking waiting for your knock. Bye. And he was flabbergasted. He was like, oh my God, like, why are you taking that so seriously? I was like, what? So then he turned it into like a fight because he didn't like my answer. I was like, I have to fucking go. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and it was such an interesting interaction. Like, and I just remember it so vividly because driving home from his house, I was just like, what the fuck? Like, why wouldn't you want to date someone that was confident? That is so weird. I mean, obviously that was like a him problem, not a me problem. But I remember even then at like 20 years old, I remember thinking like, ew, that's a you problem. That's not a me problem. And I guess that is where this like confidence, if you know, it seems like a weird word to describe it in my opinion, but self-assuredness perhaps came from is like, these things would come up in my life and I'd be able to look at it in a way of like not making myself totally wrong, you know, and it's not necessarily not taking accountability. Cause like I do my very best to take accountability for things. Um, but like, for example, when my friend group kicked me out of the group sophomore year of high school, I remember of course I was so hurt and like upset and stuff. Like, obviously, like I was feeling lots of emotions about that, but at the same time, I also was like, my brain was also like rationalizing this as like, dude, this is them being not nice people. This has nothing to do with you because you are a nice person and a good person. And like, it's also fine if they don't like me. I mean, whatever. Like whatever. I, I mean, I was like that. Honestly, I was like, they're a bunch of bitches. Like that's what I like, was thinking. But, you know, that doesn't mean I wasn't also hurt. So like during these times of my life where like these big events happen or like um, not even big, but like things come up, I'm able to feel my feelings and also tell myself the truth, which a lot of times is this is a them problem, not a me problem. So I just, I guess, am able to separate the two. And I also, you know, I do attribute a lot of this to my parents because both of my parents, like if nothing else, they're both pretty confident people. And, um, or I guess self-assured is a good way. Like both of my parents like aren't afraid to use their voice, speak up, 
state their opinion, fight for something that matters for them, like, you know, all of those things. Um, so I like, they were modeling this for me for a long time. And so when things come up, I think it was a little bit easier for me to work through them and to be able to sift through the bullshit and to find the truth and, or the truths, because oftentimes there's multiple truths. So, you know, taking that and then, and then applying it to a business, it's pretty similar, right? So I remember vividly like a handful of years ago, one of my clients came in and this was in the salon and sat down and just started like, basically she didn't like what we did to her hair the time before. And there's like very, there's all these different things that about it, but that was what it came down to. And instead of just saying that, you know, it wasn't her favorite, like, could we do X, Y, or Z differently? She just kept telling me how awful it looked like. And then it was like, she got really, it was like a snowball. Like she just kept getting more and more intense about telling me how, how awful I did her hair. And I finally just had to tell her like, look, I understand that you're unhappy. Like I am fully, okay. I, I get it, but you can't talk to me like that. Like if, if this, if all you're going to do is, is if your intention is to sit here and basically berate me and tell me that I did a terrible job, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. And she was shocked. Like she looked at me and was kind of like, it was almost like she didn't know how to stop talking. So when I said that, it's like she almost wasn't even aware of of what she was doing. And so I said that and she was like, um, okay, like, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Like, I just was trying to explain to you. I was like, trust me, I got it. Like the first time, like after the 10th time, it's a little overboard. And, um, you know, I remember in that moment being like, this is going to go okay, or it's going to go really bad. But I was not willing to sit there in that moment and take essentially her like verbal abuse without speaking up for myself, because I am still a human. And I am still a person that is allowed to say no to people, like even people who are sitting in my chair, paying me money to do their hair. Right. So examples like that, where meant like my coworkers were seriously like, what the fuck? Like, I cannot believe you said that to her. And I was like, what was I supposed to do? Sit there and like, just let her talk to me however she wanted. Like, I don't let anybody else do that. So why would I allow her to do that? I mean, this is just, I don't know the way it is for my, for me, right. Those are like my personal values and like boundaries. So, um, people then chalk that up to confidence, right? Because people think you have to be really confident in order to say something like that. I mean, I was literally like my pits were sweating. Okay. I don't, I didn't feel confident, but I knew I had to say it. So, um, and I talk about this all the time too, how like I'm a super communicator. Um, so, I mean, that's just also part of my personality is like verbal communication, but, um, anyway, so, so applying things like that into our business is like crucial. If you want to show up in a way that is self-assured, right? I mean, we're totally allowed to be self-assured. We are allowed to have our own backs because at the same time, like if we don't have our own backs, who's gonna, if we are not standing firm in our beliefs and our boundaries and our integrity, then other people aren't gonna know what those things are. So they could be crossing them at any moment, any time. And, you know, humans are funny. Humans, 
the, what does my coach always says? Like the people are peopling and it's true. It's like people just get out of pocket sometimes. It's just the way humans are. Like, I'm sure I've done it too. We've all done it. Um, and that's why we need people that are going to check us, right? And um, sometimes it's purposeful. Sometimes it's not. And it just, it doesn't take a lot of extra energy or, or emotion to just be able to stand in those truths, in that power, right? It's, it's good to feel empowered um, in your business. And when we're loosey goosey, or we're not saying the things we mean, or we're not meaning the things we say, then all sorts of weird, wacky shit gets or happens. You know, that's when you start attracting the wrong people or people start leaving or, um, you know, people don't understand what, what you're trying to do, or, you know, like the lines all get blurry. Um, communication gets weird. You start not enjoying your, your business because no one is like, if you don't know what you want, then you don't know what to attract. Right. So I know that I want firm boundaries. I want people to know what my core values are. I want, I want to be able to make decisions from, um, my integrity and move forward in my business from, from that integrity. And I have to know what that is. Right. And sometimes I, I learn as I go, like some of it is learning as we go, but some of it is like, you know, hard, yes, hard, no certain things in our business. And I think that is what people comment on when they think about confidence or see confidence in me, you know, and when we're, when we're self-assured and we feel safe in our bodies, in our businesses, in the world, in our relationships, then we just show up differently, right? Like, I mean, I already decided like my next branding shoot, I want to do it in like lingerie. I mean, I was like, like a quarter of the way there with my last shoot, right? But I'm like, I want to keep pushing the boundaries and I want to keep doing new things to push my edges because that's when we find out more and more about ourselves and we're able to show up more and more powerfully, right? It's really an interesting thing because for some people, they may have kind of like mindset work, you know, they may have to put on that like confidence armor in a way, right? Like they, they may have to like more consciously think about it kind of like in the beginning of a mindset practice when you're like feeding yourself affirmations and like bragging and it feels weird and it doesn't feel like it's working and it just feels like a lie because you actually are thinking all these negative thoughts, right? We haven't like rewired things enough yet or like reprogrammed things enough yet um, for our brains to like catch on. It takes time. Just like I think building up this, this self like resilience and self-confidence and self-assuredness, it takes time. And in the beginning, it might feel like a lie or it might feel like you're putting on this character or some playing a character kind of, but it will get easier, right? And so practicing certain things like figuring out what your boundaries are in your personal life and in your business, right? Like write them down, have them somewhere you can see them, have some mantras or affirmations that you can tell yourself, 
um, that helps kind of like lessen the charge around these things. And, um, you know, figuring out how to present yourself and your business in a way that makes you feel really good. Because when we feel good and we feel like we are showing up as our authentic selves or as parts of ourselves that we find to be really um, fun and exciting, then it makes showing up so much easier. It makes talking about our businesses so much easier. So think about how like, Maybe that means you go out and, and buy like that, that top you've just been eyeing and eyeing and eyeing, but like, I can't pull that off. Ooh, like I can't pull that off. Well, guess what, bitch? Yes, you fucking can. Yes, you can. And you will, because you're going to go get it and you're going to, you're going to wear it. And then you're going to feel really fucking good about it. And everyone's gonna be like, Oh my God, Oh my God, that top is amazing. And you're going to be like, yes, I know. And then you're going to like show up on an IG live, or you're going to go like take some photos of yourself, or you're going to like have a, ha go out to lunch with your friends or go on a date with your, your boo. And, um, and that is how we get that snowball going. Like that's how we get the ball rolling is like these little Almost like um, when I talk about microdosing on pleasure, it's like the same kind of thing. Microdose yourself on confidence. Micro microdose yourself on feeling really good about yourself, whether it be like, I don't know, buying a new lipstick, trying to curl your hair, styling something differently. Like it doesn't have to be physical appearance, but that's usually um, for me at least, and this is probably because of my job, but um, the physical stuff are, that's like the spark. And then that is like the domino effect, right? It's like, Ooh, I just love this necklace so much. It makes me feel so like there is actually a necklace that I have that when I put it on, it really, 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 really makes me feel like a fucking badass. Like it is like an amazing necklace and it's really heavy and it's got this big crystal on it. So it's like really smooth and like cool on my skin. It's like a whole thing. Like I put it on and it's like a whole self adornment, just amazingness. So think of things like that, that make you feel really good. And then do that maybe before work, before a call, before you sit down to write content, like think about how you can bring that out in yourself so that it comes through in all the aspects of your business, right? It's very similar to pleasure practice. I mean, it, in my opinion, is a part of that. This like adorning myself or getting ready or putting on lipstick or wearing a really cute outfit. Like that's all part of not always. I don't, I don't always do that. Trust me. Like when I'm just at home, like right now I'm in workout clothes writing this pot, writing, <laughs> recording this podcast. So it's not all the time. It's just when it, when it, when you're in like a rut or if it just sounds like a fun thing, just do it and see what happens. Because I think that like magic will happen. So that's that on confidence. It's not bad. Start rewiring your brain to believe that it's good to be a confident, empowered, brilliant, strong, sensitive, emotional, wonderful fucking human, especially woman, and roll with that shit, okay? Roll with it. And if you need a little more, like want to go in more detail, want to go in more depth, want a little more guidance and support, join the collective because this month, the month of July is all about enoughness and 
we're tying all this together. It's all going to be, we're, we're going to do some really fun shit. So, um, yeah, the links are below, you know what to do, share the podcast, tell all your friends and, um, let me know if you're listening, take a screenshot and post it, please. I love it. I love you. Okay. And also, um, well, by the time you hear this, the doors technically will be closed, but if you want extra support, and guidance in mindset, authentic branding, aligned strategy, business organization. The th- our 30 day magnetic bitch bootcamp is starting this week. And all you missed was the introduction call, which is like just saying hello and blah, 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 why you're here about your business. Um, you haven't missed any content yet. So get in there because we talk about confidence. We talk about showing up authentically and empowered. We talk about mindset. We talk about branding. We go over, I mean, it's like, it's a, called a boot camp for a reason because it's a 30 day intensive group program. You're not going to have homework. You're not going to have a bunch of tasks. It's literally just one module a week and one call a week. And you can ask me whatever the fuck you want. And it's going to be really good. So that's the Magnetic Bitch Bootcamp. That is running for the month of July. Click the link below if you want to join us. It's literally, it's only $600. And you can split it up into three payment plans or three payments if you'd like. And um, it's a really awesome, it's it's a really fun program. And the, the women in there right now are legit. Okay. We're going to have a fucking good time. So. That's all for now. Love you, bitches. Bye. All right, y'all. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. I really hope you're enjoying the podcast as much as I am enjoying recording it for you. I love going a little deeper into these topics and giving you little snippets into my brain, little peel back of the curtain, just about everything I've learned and am learning all the time as I'm growing my businesses. So if you are loving the podcast, please subscribe, leave us a review, um, share it with your friends, take a screenshot, send it up to your stories on IG, tag me. I really, really love to see who's listening. It seriously gives me all the vibes and um, we just really appreciate all the support. So this will give me a, a better chance to get to know you as well, which I love. If you follow me on IG, you know, I love to connect with all of you. So I love you so much and I cannot wait to catch up with you soon.